Seven stainless steel gurneys were lined up in the morgue, each occupied by a partially assembled skeleton and a large garbage bag. The bones gleamed under the fluorescent lights. At the base of the last gurney was a heap of stray bones that had been found lying separately. Caitlin Fleming's first thought was that they looked forlorn, deprived of their dignity until they could be rejoined to form the remnant of the person they'd once belonged to. Her second thought was that without the skulls, the chances of identifying those persons decreased dramatically. What do you think? Sheriff Marin Andrews demanded. Her booted feet sounded heavily as she walked from one gurney to the next. The bones were pretty much loose in the bags, but the medical examiner made an attempt to reassemble them. We brought out the bones scattered on the bottom of the cave floor in a separate body bag. Recovery operation was a bitch, I'm telling you. The cave branches off from the original vein, gets wider and higher, then it drops off to a steep chamber about seven feet down. These were probably dumped from above into that chamber. She must have caught Kate's wince, because she added, We had an anthropologist from the university supervise the removal process. Kate nodded. She was rarely brought on to a case in time to help process the crime scene. But that didn't stop her from questioning what might have been destroyed or overlooked in the recovery. I want to see the cave. Andrews's expression first revealed shock, then amusement. Fortunately for you, that won't be necessary. It's on the face of Castle Rock and not easily accessible. Either you climb down from the top or you scale upwards nearly 800 feet. There are trails, of course, but they could be tricky for an inexperienced climber. We don't need an injury on our hands before we even get started. I'm not inexperienced. Kate knew exactly what the sheriff saw when she looked at her. It was, after all, the appearance she'd cultivated for well over a decade. But her days on the runways of New York, Milan, and Paris were long behind her. She was as comfortable these days in a room exactly like this one as she was hiking in the Blue Ridge Mountains. The other woman shrugged. She was probably about fifteen years Kate's senior. Her looks were nondescript, a sturdy build filling out a beige uniform, close-cropped light brown hair and hazel eyes. But Kate knew better than anyone that appearances could be deceiving. Marin Andrews had a reputation for being an excellent, if ambitious, cop, and that ambition, along with her father's millions, were rumored to be priming her for a chase to the governor's mansion. Kate's help in solving this case would provide a stepping stone to that end. Figured you'd want to see the area anyway. That forest fire in the eastern Cascades has depleted the personnel at the forestry stations, but we've hired Zack Sharper to stay available during the course of the investigation. He's the outdoors guide who found the bodies, said he was preparing for a client who wanted to spelunk some out-of-the-way caves, so Zack explored a few off the beaten path, thought he'd discovered a new one when he stumbled on this. Andrews waved a hand at the skeletons. He runs an outfitting company, rafting, kayaking, mountain climbing, hiking, that sort of thing. The assessing look in her eyes said better than words, that she didn't believe Kate's assertion of her outdoor experience. He's also on the search and rescue team when campers and hikers go missing. He's got some rough edges, but he's supposed to be the best in the state. I can handle rough edges. Kate walked around the gurneys to peer more closely at the nearly identical junctures where the skulls had been separated from each skeleton. She looked around then, spotted a magnifying loop on a set of metal shelves in the corner, and retrieved it before continuing her examination. The guy from the university said it looked like a knife or saw was used to decapitate them.
Kate moved to another gurney to peer at the vertebra. I'd say a saw. With luck, I may be able to narrow the type down for you. Straightening, she scanned the remains lined up on the stainless steel tables. You've got four men and three women, but I suspect the medical examiner told you that. He did. He also tried and failed to find a cause of death for any of them, but this thing is way out of his league and he knows it. He's a pathologist, not a forensic anthropologist. When I saw what we had here, I immediately thought of Raker Forensics. Adam Raker assures me you're the best in this field.